friends. Welcome Hi. to Have No Fear. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is a horror movie podcast with uh, your hosts, Kyle Weidman. And Rain Cablekinto. <laughs> yeah. I really like horror movies. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to basically force him to watch a horror movie with me each week and uh, try to convince him. It's going to be part review and part me trying to sell him on why it's actually like... It's kind of weird because for 2019, my goal is to actually watch like a bunch of horror films. And, but... and I can help you with that. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> because I am the biggest wuss you'll ever like take me out to a movie or a scary movie. I would like... If someone plans a scary movie night, I'm like... I would flake. I'm sorry. I would flake. <laughs> I would really flake. And I and I pretty much am just like horror movies make me feel nothing. <laughs> it's just entertaining. I don't I don't find like any like it's not like morbid. I don't I don't enjoy true crime stuff or anything like that. But like mm. horror movies for whatever reason just keep my uh, attention. I think the only reason why I don't like scary movies. I've been scarred as a child <laughs> watching scary <laughs> movies in the Philippines because Asian movies in like the horror genre is pretty gruesome and like yeah European scary. and Asian horror movies are a lot more like they're bleak yeah like, that was I had mentioned earlier when we were uh, when we were hanging out that like I like horror movies that at least keep it a little bit light or like there's like a theme or something it's not mm. just like people suck and just <laughs> makes you feel like shit at the end. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we should probably introduce ourselves. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We're just at this point, we're just names. So, <laughs> what? My favorite interview question. I'm being sarcastic. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Rain. <laughs> well, I am from the Philippines. I moved here, I think, 13 years ago. And to be honest, I like I said, I don't like scary movies. Scary movies is not up my alley. Um, if you ask me what type of mu- movies I like. Top three, Disney, comedy, and anything that has to do with, um, I don't know what it's called. It's like where they were spies or something. Are you talking about the spy next door? No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, what is that, that called? That classic franchise. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, it's been a while three, since I've watched but, Jackie Chan. I okay, watched... it had like, it had, uh, okay, but anyway, <laughs> but those top three. Um, what, what, what's your favorite Disney movie? I like Beauty and the Beast just because I grew up with it and I don't know I I enjoy watching it with like my brothers and sisters when we were in the Philippines so I grew I grew a love for that movie a lot so what about you <laughs> my favorite Disney movie Pro- Lilo and Stitch probably hands down uh, yeah I really like Lilo and Stitch I don't know I think it might be like part sci-fi I also kind of like like set in Hawaii it's kind of funny mm. it's also pretty like tongue-in-cheek about Hawaii with like all the tourists and everything <laughs> and it's got a kind of neat culture but yeah I like it your second one was uh what comedies what's your favorite comedy or do you have a comedy that you like um specifically my favorite comedy oh that's a tough one actually does white chicks count <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a comedy <laughs> I love white chicks like I said I grew up watching it in the Philippines with my cousins we used to watch it like every Saturday <laughs> no no joke like every Saturday <laughs> and like we 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 were like dancing to um if I would walk into the sky <laughs> <laughs> oh god and yeah. then my favorite Jackie Chan movie is Drunken Master. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, oh my the god! Drunken Fist. I forget okay, what it's called. Listen, I 
I don't know what it's called, but okay. It was like they were saving someone, like a child or something. Oh! Yeah! Rush Hour! There we go! <laughs> Rush Hour! I can't believe I blanked that hard on that. I used to watch Rush Hour all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah, there I you go. That's Chris Tucker. I love, I love that uh, series. It's so good. Um, my parents introduced me to that, and it's I was wild. like... It's really wild. It's odd to look. It's, it's odd to watch now. That it's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Of, oh God! It's a little insensitive, I imagine, at parts. Uh, mm. Haven't seen it in a while. But uh, have you? This is an interesting follow-up. Is there anything you've watched that wasn't horror that creeped you out or scared you anyway? Because um, like everybody has that thing where it was like maybe it wasn't like you weren't forced to watch a horror movie, but maybe something just like creeped you out really bad, and that was like one of your first experiences with like having like the hair stand up on the back of your neck, that sort of thing, or just like being like, nope, I'm leaving the room and ooh, keep you up at night. Does a sex scene count? <laughs> I'm sorry. A sex scene. <laughs> Should not have followed up my. Did anything keep you up at night? With does a yes, sex it does. Count? Every, uh, every time I no elaborate it, quickly now. Okay. <laughs> well, dig, uh, dig. I think. Okay, one time I was watching a movie with my parents, and a sex scene, sex scene came out, and I was like, "No, I'm leaving the room." Oh Bye. yeah, you just bailed like the I classic. Just bailed. Like, yeah, I there's been t- like definitely like there's been times where I've been showing my parents a movie like when I was younger and like forgot that there was a sex scene or something and mm. I just like preemptively like right before it happened I realized it was like building up to that and I was like oh yeah this is where I go get a glass of water or go check the fridge or something <laughs> accurate and then it's like I'm just like staring into the the, the abyss of the fridge oh, God. for like for like five minutes just waiting for the scene to be over and then I just walk back like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but yeah no that that one time kept me up i was like oh no that was the most awkwardest thing i've ever like experienced yeah i, I think now though I, it's it's more fun because i'm at the point where like it's like i'm not trapped here with you you're trapped in mm. here with me so like, <laughs> so like as the sex scene comes on i just turn and start making jokes or like <laughs> commenting like very seriously on yeah it, or just making it as awkward as i possibly can um <laughs> Uh, have you watched anything recently? Just like in general, like any movies, um, TV, Netflix. Ooh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill was the current one I watched. I know I say I don't like horror movies. I think the first one's okay. I the second one is like hot garbage. Well, okay, the first one I love because it stayed true to like the first game, uh, Silent Hill One. It had a little bit. And the um the like they did a good job of a lot of the effects actually. They of course, they yeah. That bad. Um, like the when it would transition into the um, the other world, like where the mm. walls would like start peeling and all that. That was pretty cool. And I, the one thing I like about it is the storyline. Yes, it stayed true to the first, but it had new elements that I believe weren't in the well. Some all of el- all of the elements in the movies are in the game, but like the storyline, like a little bit changed. In well, most the of the end. games are like a separate, like their own kind of story. Like it takes place yeah, in the same true. place, but like a lot of them have like similar themes like mm. um like psychological stuff like um like grief and shit like that but yeah, like, yeah, yeah silent hill 2 i think is the one that everybody likes I, I, the first one i don't think is the one that people are like as passionate about it's either two or three there was no silent hill 3 there was only two movies oh games? No, 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 no i'm talking about the games yeah oh the, the movies are just kind of like the second one doesn't make any sense and i think the first one like doesn't make a ton of sense either mm. but i don't really remember it i haven't seen it in like a, quite a while I think the last two times I've tried to watch the Silent Hill movies, I've fallen asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it is a pretty fun game. And I would say my favorite one would have to be the first. It sets the storyline and it also shows like a daughter and like dad moment 
in some parts. What was the main? Do you know what the main character's name was in that one? Harry Mason and uh, oh yeah Cheryl. yeah no that's the one I'm thinking of. That's, yeah okay what the hell? Another game where there's Harry Mason. That's probably the one then because I didn't think it was that early. Oh, okay. Did you play the demo when they came out with the new Silent Hill demo? I did not want to play that. The, the hallway. <laughs> I had it on my PS4 for a long time. Uh, oh, like God. after they took it off the store. So it was like my PS4 was like actually worth something. But mm. it was just like, I don't have any room on my hard, <laughs> hard drive anymore. This is cool and all, but I don't oh, care. God. But Resident Evil 7 was good. There hasn't been like a lot of good horror games, I feel like, in the last mm. couple of years because it kind of got like Five Nights at Freddy's, stuff like that. <laughs> Have you watched any, uh, what was the first horror movie you watched, or have you watched any horror movies before? Uh, the, the one that comes to mind is Shudder. All I could remember was my parents pulling it up whenever we needed something to scare someone or something. <laughs> no, seriously. We have guests. We have guests. It's time to scare them. Uh, but no, um, that is actually one of my favorite horror movies out of the two. The storyline is okay. But I think what intrigues me the most is, like, how they were able to, like, tell a story but also have that horror feel, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what I like about horror movies is it's, yeah. like, like, good horror stories are, like, almost like a mystery mm. where, like, you it keeps your interest because you're kind of, like, it leaves a lot unknown where you're mm. kind of just trying to figure out what's going on for most of it. And it's, like, those big reveals are, like, a big part of horror movies. And less jump scares <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not a huge fan of jump scares they can they can be effective like i, I always mm. give credit to ones that are like pretty creative mm. but like jump scares are something that have just been done to death like we're at the point now where like it's already cliche to do the like jump scare bait where it's like someone's like leaning into yeah. something and it gets all quiet and then they like stop and turn around and there's nothing there like, and then they and then they turn back around and there's nothing there and then they turn back around again and it's like, <laughs> like a triple bait and switch jump scare like oh. we're already at the point where that's overused so like mm. i think jump scares kind of need to go by the wayside for a little while like even though they're predictable like even i know when they're predictable just because like the music stops and like you know what's gonna happen yeah but like i said even though they're predictable i can <laughs> i can for sure like anticipate it and scream <laughs> we might watch insidious uh no! at, at some point i don't know it, it's 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 an all right movie we might watch insidious at some point it's pretty overrated but like okay there, there's there's one instance of a really creative jump scare in there that's that fits really well <laughs> yeah look forward to that um <laughs> so uh first horror movie i watched I want to say it was Jeepers Creepers. Oh. I want to say I was at a friend's cabin. That's a pretty dark franchise now looking back in retrospect because mm. uh, a lot of people think now that it's like, <laughs> this is going to get so dark. <laughs> a lot of people think that series is like an allegory for uh, pedophilia because the director Ooh. was, yeah, the director was either arrested or had like big accusations c come out against him, oh, allegedly, dang. and had to uh, get, and just basically had to give up filmmaking because nobody was going to work with him because like he like sexually assaulted like kids on his like film sets mm. and uh everybody was just like yeah that's not okay and then if you go back and look at the story of jeepers creepers it's like this list it's like <laughs> i'm not even comfortable going over this i'm just like this is so it's it's so dark but like it's it's about this like creature that feasts on kids and it's like every now and then it's like every, once oh, god a, there's like a cycle to it i think it's like once every 21 years or so, something mm. it comes out but it's kind of interesting. There's some points I'm forgetting right now that make it more, tie it together a little bit more. But like, that that was one of those things where it was like, I originally watched a scary movie, or the movie, I didn't find it that scary. Years later, I watched it again. I was like, whatever, it's just kind of cheesy. Mm. And then like, when I heard somebody uh, talking about that theory on a podcast I was listening to, I was like, oh, that's so much, that makes it so much <laughs> creepier now. Like, I don't know if I can even watch that movie. That's disgusting. On a lighter note, <laughs> were you into ghost stories when you were younger? 
Oh my gosh, yes. I love telling ghost stories. <laughs> so, this happened in the Philippines. Set the scene for me. What year is it? Okay, so this was 2003 or 4. Philippines, 2003 or 4. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were... It was day, daylight. Day. Daytime. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still setting the scene. <laughs> so it was daytime. This was in a city called Kalumpit. We were staying at my cousin's house. My family was like at the other end of the house, if that makes sense, like at the other end of the yard, just like hanging out and just having lunch together. While me and my cousins were at the big house on the front porch, just like, I don't know, playing tag or hide and seek. Provoking the spirits. Anyway, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, And then someone screamed like, oh my God, like there's someone at the tree. And, like, I was like, what? What's going on? And then at the corner of my eye, I see, like, a black shadow, like, lurking in the, like, in the trees with glowing eyes. And then I said... Wait, like, how glowy? What color? Orange and yellow. I can distinctly remember. This is... Question. Mm. Is there jungle cats in the Philippines? <laughs> no. Well, no, but this this was a human like, a human figure. Okay. Yeah. All right. I remember <laughs> saying, like, Ay putang ina! <laughs> Which translates to mother <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's succinct. Uh, um, <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Sorry, what's the, uh, what's, what's the language called again? Tagalog. <laughs> Tagalog. Yeah. It's a, such a poetic language, Tagalog. <laughs> really just able to get across things you really can't communicate in English. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so I said that. And then I ran to my, I ran, we ran to my family. And then as soon as we got there, no one even told what happened. One of my cousins literally tattled on me for swearing. <laughs> and That's then, so funny. I know. <laughs> we saw there was a, a figure. It was lurking. And it was in the trees. And it was it was shadowy. And it had glowing eyes. And 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 rain swore. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> they were more concerned about me swearing. That's so funny. <laughs> Because mind you, I was like, what? Probably like, what's the most plausible part of that story? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so, uh, do you have any theories? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys talk about it afterwards at all? Like, or no, we that, just want you to just for- completely forgot about it. We want to forget it, it about it because we have strong beliefs of like really creepy things in the Philippines. Um, so if we see something like that, we either see it as bad luck yeah, it's like an omen. Or like someone trying to visit us from our relatives. Because um, if we, s- I think my mom told me once, uh, if you see something black with glowing eyes, just like I saw, that means it's a demon. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair yeah. assumption. Yeah. So that's why, maybe that's why you want to forget because like it could have been a demon. <laughs> but then again, it could have been probably just <laughs> a local, just like. <laughs> With us, <laughs> because but it, that wouldn't a local s- climbing enthusiast with colorful contact lenses, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. <laughs> and then, but yeah, what about you? What's your favorite ghost story? Ghost story. Well, you. How do I top that? I don't know if I've like experienced <laughs> any. Like, let me think about. Do you, I? I feel like you probably have more. I've, you've told me other other ghost stories. Okay. I'll, I'll try to think harder about it while you tell another okay. one. Okay. So this next one happened at my family's house. It was nighttime. This was this happened when I was, I think, it actually happened a few months prior moving to Canada. So it was nighttime. It was raining. And then we had a brownout. 
So which basically the Filipino term for like every lights got were turned off because of the lightning. Um, so we had no light. We lit every candle that we could. And then I went with my uh, aunt in her bedroom uh, just to like for comfort because I was scared. And then I remember distinctly hearing like a whisper of like saying my aunt's nickname, like Cell, like distinctly like Cell, Cell. And, uh, and then my, my aunt heard that and then she got creeped out. So me and her bolted out of that bedroom and just stayed with my family in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> and like the lights didn't come on until the next morning. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you <laughs> said distinctly could hear cell, cell. Yeah. But like, I don't know how distinct of like a sound that is. That's It's like a hissing, whooshing sound. Well, no, no. It was like, it was like very clear. Like hmm. you can clearly hear, hear the word cell. And like, it was very articulate as well. I can't explain it <laughs> if you were there. If you, yeah. <laughs> you could have you could have heard it. But no, that was the most creepiest thing I've ever experienced in my um, like family's house. Well, not only that, but like our family house is composed of two. Okay. So we had a big house connected to our like smaller house. We avoid the big house for a reason. <laughs> but it's spacious. Yeah, but <laughs> mind you, like the big house doesn't have proper lighting. Every electrical outlet in there does not work. There is a creepy piano <laughs> in front of the doorway. <laughs> and then there's like a creepy like garage way in the next room. And then upstairs, I think I believe my, my mom or I think it was my dad, either one, told me like, I do not go up there. Merong demon which means like there is a demon up there <laughs> i was like okay we will <laughs> so whenever me and my cousins come over to play we're like no don't go up there there's there's demonio upstairs <laughs> all right so you definitely have like an inclination for believing in this stuff yes i do <laughs> i grew up with and, it yeah yeah my my family is not at all like that mm. <laughs> because Filipinos are very superstitious. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, family deaths, there's certain things that you have to do. I think um, when, um, I think one of my aunts died in the Philippines uh, two years ago, my mom told one of them to, like, after, after you bring out the body out of the church, make sure to break a glass bottle, like, like as a symbol of, like, the spirit being freed. Oh, okay. As to, like, I kind of figured, yeah. Yeah. And then another one is if you have an empty painting of something like a beach or whatever. Oh, like a landscape? Yeah. Like, you just can't have landscape? Well, no, no, you can. Paintings? But like if it has like a person in it, like sitting on a beach, right? We have, there's a, there's a theory or superstition where it's like um, as time goes, that person is like slowly fading away, but the painting's like still intact. What we did with one painting was just burn it. <laughs> no, seriously, we burned. This is, I'm, I'm really in for this right now. By the way, this is that's really cool. But like we burned it. Like that's, that's a really cool su superstition I've never heard before. <laughs> because, like I said, we're very super superstitious. So that happened, and we have very like scary, scary monsters in the Philippines. So one is. A swang. So a swang is basically a monster who uh, 
flies into um please correct me if i'm wrong if you're listening <laughs> but it's yeah, any monster- cryptozoologists out there oh <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, so it's a monster that flies into like a window like overnight or during the night and steals children's souls and then the parents find them dead the next day why, why, why does it do that what what's the motive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not sure, but um, that's what I've been told for like how many years now. So like so we have a rule in the Philippines like to never open a window up during the night. But I also think it's like a way for to be safe because the Philippines is a little bit dangerous. If I would say because yeah. we have a lot of like robbers, we have a lot of like gunmen. I think it's all it's just a way to like protect ourselves as well like to never open like windows during the night or else like we'll get robbed and killed so maybe that's why so (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah i always had a problem with that though like parenting it seems like kind of a like a wraparound way to go about that like where it's just like you could just be like don't open your window because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like and i realize like it's like yeah you're parenting a kid you don't want to exactly be like here's like what's actually mm-hmm. like here's the actual adult reason for this all the time but it's like <laughs> you're gonna make up like a mythical monster that will probably scare the kid more and yeah, have yeah, the kid yeah. ask more questions <laughs> which you're probably gonna have to make up as you go along and not have readily available like, oh, it just God. seems like an odd I always thought that was interesting. Back to the uh, the ghost stories. I was thinking about it, and I don't know if I have any necessarily like nothing as um, vivid as yours. But mm. one time in um, gives probably a good example because I didn't really talk about myself at the beginning of the episode. But this gives a, a good example <laughs> of like the kind of person I am. So I used to go for walks like almost every night mm. uh, around my hometown. It's a small town, Bozager. It's about I think it was about three thousand people when I lived there. Oh wow! And uh, so I'd walk around. It's like very rural, kind of like country town and i would go for walks at night by myself sometimes i'd take friends uh and one night all through the town the the street lights went out there was no street lights what and um there was like this really thick fog that had rolled in so naturally i went and grabbed a flashlight and was like if there was ever a time to go for a walk it would be now and it was so cool because like walking around town and there was just you'd see like little lanterns bobbing around in the fog like yeah and it was such a cool situation because like it was like there was people like out but like you wouldn't really see them because the fog was so thick and like mm. it had such a like it's so hard to describe like what the ambience was like like it was you couldn't see anything and like the only light was really like just these like lanterns bobbing around because people would have like emergency lights or whatever sometimes in some houses but like most of the houses weren't lit so you were just Mm. walking down these like completely dark streets and it was really (laughs) really really cool similarly like i used to um i kind of back to my parents not really being superstitious like i used to go hunting and do outdoor stuff with my dad all the time he was um when i was younger he would go uh and do like outdoor guiding for like hunting groups like up Mm. north and stuff so he would go for like a week at a time and then uh, be their guide. So he'd, like, help them set up camp, help them, uh, like, get set up in their tree stands, whatever, like, basically just make their life easier. And he was he was very, like, matter-of-fact about everything because he had, he'd always been, like, uh, into hunting. And he, he appreciated, like, the, the beauty of nature and stuff, but he wasn't, like, spiritual about it anyway because he was just – it was very, like, matter-of-fact to him. Mm. But – I used to get so creeped out when when I was younger, like, and we would go for hikes because it's just, like, it's just so empty, like, in the forest Ooh. when you're, like, really far away from everything. There was, like, when I was older even, I would get creeped out because, like, sometimes he would just go and he'd leave me at a tree stand and then he'd go to another tree stand. And when you're just sitting there, like, 
even if it's like during the day and it's not dark yet, you kind of just, you, you're sitting there and listening for everything anyway, because you're mm. trying to be as still as possible. And like a lot of the time, like you hear like weird sounds in the distance and you kind of have to like, oh I think that's why my dad isn't superstitious is because like you eventually realize like there is a plausible explanation for like every sound you hear, no matter how weird it sounds. Cause it's mm. like, it could be as simple as like each animal makes, has like a, a bunch of different sounds it can make, like ranging from like distress to like, like being in like a standoff, like trying to be like confrontational, like bleeding at like another uh, male or something. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many, and some of those sounds are just like, they don't sound like anything a living creature would make. Like, oh like if you've ever heard like, um, this is awful, but like, like a, like a rodent or something like caught in a trap, like that, like squealing, like you can imagine like what that t like type of like desperate, uh, like just wailing sounds like on a bigger animal. Like, oh, wow. so like that sort of stuff you kind of get used to pretty quickly and you kind of get disenchanted with it. But like, mm. I still like, even now, like if I go for hikes in, um, uh, nature by myself, like you kind of appreciate like how isolated it is. And like, mm. there is like a sort of, um, it's not ominous necessarily, but like it does, it's like so peaceful that it does border on ominous. Cause you're just like, yeah, I could just like, something could happen to me and like, nobody would ever find out <laughs> that's the reason why i don't go into forest <laughs> yeah i love it though <laughs> and i was always the person when i was younger that like in the group of like we would go to do something like either go investigate like a like a abandoned property or something and like i was always mm. the person who would be like all right guys i'll first one in water's fine <laughs> come on come on guys <laughs> oh god but, so i've always been pretty like uh pretty okay with that sort of stuff i don't really get scared of that sort of thing that often because like also like my follow-up question to the ghost stories thing was like do you believe in ghosts which evidently i think you've already kind of answered yes i i strongly do <laughs> i i don't know like i said i grew up in a family where it's superstitious of course i'm gonna have to believe in it just because like even for myself i'm very superstitious like if i <laughs> if i say something like oh, i wish he died i don't mean it so i go like knock on the wood <laughs> yeah 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 so like I I believe in that in those things strongly so and you can never change change that because it's like engraved in my in my uh personality so yeah like I I I guess like I'm not really like I'm not super religious or anything like I kind of just pick and choose like I'm mm. kind of like vaguely spiritual but like yeah like that sort of thing like that that's probably more like I don't I don't knock on wood but like I definitely don't <laughs> I don't say stuff like that anymore because it's just like you don't really want to put that out into the ether like you don't yeah. want to be saying that and putting that energy out there but like I want to say like I I want to believe in ghosts or I've wanted to believe in ghosts but mm. like at this point like I, I mentioned like I was always the person like trying to get like like going into the scariest situation possible if there was something mm. dark scary abandoned I was always like hunting it out and I wasn't like it wasn't in an obnoxious way like I would legitimately like just stay quiet mm -hmm. like the amount of times I went and found like by my cabin like an abandoned shack or something and like just went and stood in it and just like waited for a little while and was just kind of mm -hmm. like well nothing here I guess like stuff like that like I really tried very hard to provoke it because I was just like I need to like I need something like some proof and there's just nothing <laughs> but I guess I kind of have a ghost story because I've told me. you about like how I have how when I was younger I had really really bad sleep paralysis and night terrors all the time oh yeah so I'd wake up like every other night like kicking and screaming out of sleep just because wow. I, I, I was very hyperactive it wasn't necessarily that I had like anything like, too horrible going on or anything. Mm -hmm. but like so I would I would jump out of sleep a lot and then 
part of that was also when I was doing a school paper this semester, I found out that, um, or last semester, I found out that like 5% of people experience sleep paralysis regularly, which is wow. like, I think it's like once a week is a requirement. And I was having Whoa. it like almost every single day at one point. Mm. When you explain it to people, <laughs> it doesn't, like I, once again, I'm very desensitized. So it's hard to say because it's like, you get used to it. You kind of have, if you have no choice, because mm. you're not just going to like let it whittle away at you. Um, and I wasn't, it wasn't bad enough that like it was ruining my sleep because I already have pretty bad insomnia. I don't sleep a lot anyway. So yeah. like waking up for that, like, because sleep, sleep paralysis lasts maybe like a couple minutes at the most. So you're just kind of like laying there frozen, kind of trying to like get everything jump started again, mm. get your brain to connect to your body. It, it It's so like it didn't really ruin anything. But like looking back on it now, it was like, yeah, no, I went through some really intense like when I was younger, like. It's a very like vivid experience because I guess it's just like full blown hallucinations because mm-hmm. it's also like physical experience. Uh, like recently, like a couple months ago, I had um, I tried having a nap in the middle of the day after I had coffee. I woke up at one point and it felt like someone was uh, like I fell asleep on my stomach and it felt like someone was sitting on my back, pushing my head into the pillow. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> and like, yeah, I know. See, right. Like when you tell people about it, super creepy, but it's like, I'm used to it. So it's almost like, a, it's like, ah, oh, it's acting up again. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like acting up again. I'm trying to sleep over here. And uh, yeah, but like when I moved into my, the most intense it was recently before it went away was uh, I moved into a townhouse uh, with a bunch of bedrooms. It was three floors, mm. uh, basement, main floor, and then upper floor where all our bedrooms were. I was with one, two, three, four. I was with like four friends, I think, beside myself. We had in my bedroom, there was uh, the closet took up one wall at the end of the room mm. as walls work. <laughs> <laughs> as walls yeah. work. It, um, it propped up the ceiling and uh, yeah. we had a, it was all mirrored. So it was like a sliding mirror closet. And, mm. uh, so it was just one entire wall as a mirror. And, uh, my friend had his cat Denver who would, uh, it was an older cat and she would walk up to certain, cause all the closets in the house had those, had the mirrors and mm. she would walk up and she'd growl at herself in the mirror all the time. And it was just like, just her being an old cat. But then one night she started, uh, and she started doing it a lot. And I had to actually like start closing my door was she walked in one night when I was, uh, sleep paralysis or I was having trouble sleeping. Actually, I didn't have sleep paralysis yet. I was having trouble sleeping and she came in and uh, I didn't see her. And Mm. all of a sudden I just heard like, like her just like, like just yowling at the, at her reflection in the mirror. Mm. And I go and I look and she's just like looking up in the mirror and I'm just like, well, that's creepy. Cause like, usually she's kind of like eye contact, mean mugging herself. Uh, But she was like looking up at, at the mirror and uh, just yowling, and um, and she was very upset. So I was like, Denver, get the fuck out of here!" And like, I kind of just nudged her out. And obviously, I'm creeped out. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I I don't believe in like the cold spots or anything like that because mm-hmm. like, it's been proven that like the same effect happens when when you like when you get goosebumps or something, your mm. your skin gets like more sensitive to uh to like the cold. Mm. Like, that's obviously not like it's not proof of being haunted, <laughs> but but like. Uh, so I, I made her leave and then I went back to bed and I fell asleep and I woke up at one point during the night and I realized I had sleep paralysis and I could still hear her yowling. And that freaked me out enough because I was like, she's yowling now. I, I, I hadn't closed my door. That was that was a uh, after that night I started doing it. But I could hear her yowling and I couldn't sit up. And uh, I was I'm realizing actually this is a decent story. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I went can't in so, see it, but I went, like my jaw is like I, dropped. I went, in so, I went in so casually and now I'm like realizing like I should have taken it a little more seriously because it is actually a good story. Mm. But uh, that's a fun thing about me is I am 
awful at telling stories because I have no oh, con- I have no concept <laughs> of like when interesting things happen to me or like mm. how to like weave it into like a, a, a story because I'm just always like I don't know I did a thing I I was there uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't make it happen but uh, so she was yelling and I couldn't sit up and uh, a big figure standing at the foot of the bed Ooh. well it's just just typical like sleep paralysis stuff it's usually it's it's like it's just kind of like a shadow you not really like distinct features like at most okay. there's not really any, ever any colors. Um, at most, like, it's like kind of like one solid color. If there's details in the face, it's, they're kind of getting like swirled together. Like it's almost like your brain is like struggling to process it, Mm. which is kind of neat to think about. It was just this like really big, uh, figure and weirdly enough, like, like, I guess you haven't seen the Babadook, but like it had like, it had like a big, like black brim hat on. Like, it was just an odd, like, figure shape. And I was just like, well, that's bizarre. Because, like, usually it's just, like, a very vague, shadowy, uh, like, just no features shape. Mm -hmm. Or it's just, like, a big mass. And, yeah, it was just kind of brooding there. And I was kind of just waiting. And it was, like, breathing very heavily. And it lasted a lot longer than it usually did. So it really creeped me out. And I started getting to the point where I was, like, really trying to... Because it feels like you're strapped down when you're got sleep paralysis. Because, obviously, you're paralyzed. You can't move. So my my solution is what you're supposed to do Mm. is you're supposed to focus on, like your like fingertips or something very specific and then like try to move just that and then like work your way up Mm. but usually i just thrash like hell (laughs) and just try my absolute best to like spark something it's like the analogy i always use it's like the horror movie scene when the people are uh sitting in their car at night and Mm. then like they're like did you hear something and then they like see something approaching and they're like start the car start the car start the car and they're like trying to start it start it start it they're like just trying to get away and then and then that moment where the car kicks in and then it just peels out of there is usually when i like kick up out of bed and uh so i i kicked up out of bed eventually after a couple minutes of it just breathing and uh and I, and I was I was pretty shaken up already, and I kind of just clambered, like, out of bed, and I was like, all right, I need to go downstairs, get water or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting at the bed, and I, I'm just kind of like, this feels like something's, like, in the room with me. So I turn, and I look, and Denver is sitting oh in God. the middle of the floor, and she's looking up, like, to the center of the room. She's not looking at the mirror, and she just kind of, like, she was just looking straight up. Like, her glance was just fixed, not looking at me. I was like, Denver... And she just kind of like looked over at me, looked back up and just kind of kept staring. And I was like, well, I'm going <laughs> to. So I picked her up. I picked her up and I was like, you're coming downstairs with me. Uh, it's oh like one God. of us is haunted, but <laughs> we need to figure this out. Stat. Um, and then, um, yeah, like I had a lot of uh, that was the most intense my sleep paralysis was ever was was for about a month uh, at that place when we first oh moved God. in. I was having like a really hard time. That was like mm. the hardest I've, it's ever like ruined my sleep. Like I was actually like declining pretty bad because like I just wasn't getting any rest. I wasn't getting any better. And um, there was a couple times like there's this, <laughs> there's, <laughs> Rain just, Rain just, I looked over Rain's shoulder because I was thinking and Rain just did like a really quick shoulder check. I'm sorry, like I'm not used to like two, I'm not used to like <laughs> the, like two rooms being like dark right behind me. I'm not going to hurt you, Rain. And, um, <laughs> and, and, uh, this, this, this one actually kind of pissed me off. Cause I was like, well, at least like have my sleep paralysis be like somewhat original was like, uh, okay. uh and I looked it up af- uh, afterwards actually, and, and realized that it is actually a symptom of, or, or it is something that people have experienced before with sleep paralysis. So it was like, it wasn't completely uncommon, but it creeped me out at the time was, um, usually it was something standing on my, the, fr- like or, or in the room and mm-hmm. you just kind of see it out of the corner of your eye. Or it would be something you can't really see, like pressing on you or like breathing in your ear or something. Mm-hmm. And um, but at one point I woke up uh, in that that same room and I could hear like like um, like crackling, like like oh. almost like radio static. And I was really, really confused because I was like, well, shit, I guess like 
my girlfriend at the time, I guess she had left the TV on. That was like my, my theory. I was like, well, I can't actually turn my head to see, but I was <clears> like, I, I, it, and it was like taking up the whole room. Like the static was kind of like, it was kind of loud, but it was like, and I was like, well, I can't really place where it's coming from. Then I, I looked up and in the corner of the room in the, at, at the ceiling, there was just like, it was just kind of like a black, like just kind of shape, just kind of like clinging to the ceiling. And then, and once again, like it all sounds bullshit, mm. but it's like <laughs> that, that was the extent of my interaction was like, you just kind of like, you just kind of hallucinate and yeah. then, and then you jerk out of it and then you're like all right time to move on with my day (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting how you brought sleep paralysis because i think one time i did experience it when i was in grade uh yeah i think most people i think 40 percent of people experience it in their lives Mm. i think that was the stat i found because um i find this really creepy because one time i remember waking up but not really waking up like just seeing my room and then everything was orange like I was like, why is everything orange? Am I okay? And then, like, <laughs> I see, like, a blue and red ghost fighting, right? Like, for each other. I don't know how. <laughs> just but, colors. Like, they're just colors. Mind me, this was, like, when I was great. Might have so. also been, like, a lucid dream. Possibly. But the weird thing was, like, like the good ghost, which I was assuming the 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 blue ghost, like, like, <laughs> like lost to the red ghost. I'm rooting for the blue corner, personally. <laughs> um, and then the red ghost, like, I guess, I don't want to say possessed me because, like, it came, like, into my body. The next morning, I got really sick. Like, to the extent, like, I started puking, um, like, after eating breakfast. And, like, I was sweating. And, like, I could not, like, feel myself, like, at all. Like, I yeah. felt like I wanted to die at that point. So I... I was like very weak. So when you brought that up, I was like, this happened to me, but in real life. <laughs> uh, one thing I've realized though over time is like, I think that might've been a fever dream. Cause like, mm. um, cause like having done acid and mushrooms before, <laughs> sometimes your body finds like visual or like if sometimes it finds other ways to tell you mm. uh, that something is wrong or that something is like needs to be like looked into. Okay. So like for example, like one time when I was on acid, I had a I felt like I had to throw up. But like oh. when you take acid, there's nothing to throw up. Mm. So I was just kind of like, my my friend was like, <clears throat> you need to stop doing that. Like you need to calm down. And long story short, it turned out that I was just I was very nervous and I needed to just kind of like. I had like a lot of shit going on at the time and I had to kind of just like unravel it slowly Mm. and I actually felt my like my stomach like my intestines I could feel them like like actually like loosening up as it went on Mm. and then like eventually I just didn't feel like I had to throw up anymore and I've had similar like I've had like uh, hallucinations and stuff uh, when like you realize like like it is very similar to like fever dreaming where it's like your brain is just kind of like it's not able to process like something that necessarily makes sense, but it's just trying to send you like images or like send a message in so- whatever way it's capable of doing. Mm. It's pretty interesting to think about because that all kind of blends together with like sleep paralysis, lucid dreaming, hallucinogens, mm. all that. So let's talk about uh, like rational fears, maybe. Maybe less like supernatural. Let's talk about do you have any, uh, well, it doesn't have to be rational, but do you have any like phobias or anything like that? Um, Go down the list. Everyone, everyone. Go down the list. Oh, well, okay. Wow, thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, my most one is uh, afraid of the dark. Everyone has. Well, I don't want to say everyone, but like, I think most of the population on Earth probably has that fear, like fear of the dark. I think it's more like the fear of, because mine, mine actually will tie into this, but I think it's more the fear of like, 
not knowing of like, what's there of right? like the unknown because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. not not feeling like you have like control of the situation because you can't really like determine everything that's going on i guess yeah i'm sorry <laughs> what i thought i just saw something like what pass by oh my god oh no i thought i could hear movement i thought um, i heard someone coming in oh god okay um <laughs> uh, i have i have worked rain into like he he is he is uh, like slightly nervous and it's I'm, great <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway um but yeah i mean and the so, best part is you were the only one telling scary stories. Like, I didn't... Well, I guess I told the sleep paralysis story, but it's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you creeped yourself out at hey, first. Don't judge me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Judged. Uh, <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, so recently, my church that I go to, all the bathrooms are being renovated. So the bathrooms that we used to access aren't accessible anymore. So you have to go through, like, uh, like a basement, through a hallway, uh, to a connection to the school, to go to, to the bathroom. So, <laughs> uh, every time we need to go to the washroom, every choir practice, they turn off the lights. I do not know where the light switches are. So, like a little wuss I am, I go downstairs, check to see if the lights are uh, on. If they're not, I think happy thoughts, try to go into the basement, look around. Every corner is like darkness. I just run upstairs because I feel like yeah no churches are churches are super creepy like my my church when I was like I would have to go for well like growing up it would have been like Sunday mm. school then like vacation Bible camp I guess in the summer mm. and then it would have been like um, confirmation so like spent a lot of time like after hours there okay. and like when the lights are off like churches are so ominous like yeah and there's it just like it feels like something is like just looming because there's such good acoustics too in like mm. most of the areas of a church and there's just so much like I mean a lot of like old people associated with it too so you're just, you can't really help but like get a mm. little stirred up about it and like like I love my church family. They're old buildings too, so they make a lot of noises. So the acoustics mm. plays in. Like sometimes, like the vents sound like they're sound like whispering or something. Yeah, You're exactly. Just like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like I'm not shading my family, my church family per se, because I love my church family. Um, but like I don't like it when they're like, like yeah, just go downstairs. Remember, God is with you. Okay, yeah, I know God is with me, but I don't know if there's like anyone, like any intruder downstairs <laughs> so like if i get like killed or something then that's instantly i'm going to have it <laughs> hitting the eject button eject button <laughs> beam me up no but seriously that's my that's my worst fear is like going inside a dark room and not knowing like if there's any intruders in there or like go like okay ghosts i don't mind because they're just like see through or you can't <laughs> you can't really touch them or they can't really touch you that's the thing but like if i but like intruders no that's why i like every time i run upstairs like after going to the basement i run upstairs because i feel like some <laughs> someone's about to like chase me through the hallway with a knife <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm like and i'm like stomping on every stair every stair step so people know that i'm like I'm like present because if it, that stops and I don't, <laughs> I don't so they know what's up. <laughs> like, oh, what what happened? <laughs> Did something happen? <laughs> so that's like my biggest fear is like the dark, like not knowing, uh, like what's in it. Yeah, we had. Um, I used to have a pretty hyperactive imagination when I was younger, and like mm. I guess like before I started watching horror movies and stuff, like, um, I was kind of like a little bit of a chicken shit, but like, um, <laughs> I don't believe. But you. like we had a we had like um like a 
like a bluff of trees, like a um, kind of like a reverse clearing. I don't really know how to d- describe it accurately. Mm. Um, like not big enough to be a copse, but like anyway, just a collection of trees leading from our house to my dad's shop in the backyard. Um, we had like a three acre property mm. in the country. And uh, sometimes at night, like I would hang out in like that little like bluff because it was just kind of nice. And uh, I would sit on like the swing or, or the hammock or whatever. Mm. And like even then, like you're in your own yard, but it's just like dark. It's just kind of like all these trees everywhere. Like it's very, very easy to be like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> like I, 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 a lot of uh, when I started whistling when I was younger, like I'm, I'm pretty good at whistling now. And I do it mostly because I get bored. But when I was younger, I would whistle uh, almost like every single time without fail, I would catch mm. myself whistling if I was nervous and I'd be like, I'd hear myself start whistling and it'd make me more nervous because I'd go like, oh no, it's kicking in. <laughs> I'm whistling for he's a jolly good fellow and I'm walking on the street alone. <laughs> this is not a good sign. Oh God. <laughs> but, uh, oh my God. Yeah, I guess like, I guess that's why I got into horror movies or like why I don't really like, not really scared of anything anymore. It's like mm. I kind of, um, it's, I'm not, I don't consider myself like a skeptic. Like I'm not the person who's just like, Mm-mm. no, <laughs> like, of course. Like, yeah. but like, uh, I've just kind of, I've, I've put myself into a lot of like, uh, those types of situations to the point where I'm kind of like, I feel like I probably would have experienced something slightly creepy by now if I would have kept doing that stuff and mm. like constantly going into places at night and that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really, I don't know if I can legally go into the details. And then, uh, <laughs> um, but like, I think my because, like, originally I was the person who was, like, people would start watching horror movies when I was, like, 10, 11, 12. And I'd be, like, no, I can't do this. I have to leave the room. Or, like, I'm not mm. going to be able to do this. And um, I think, like, I started appreciating them more. And I think that was when I started being less scared of them. Because I started looking at them as, like, kind of starting to break them down. And not just necessarily be, just be, like, oh, this is, like, I'm supposed to be scared of this. Mm-hmm. Like, actually trying to um, appreciate it as a movie. And, uh, well... I'm hoping with this podcast I can rub, brush some of that off on you. But uh, maybe you'll just be a quivering mess five episodes in and we'll have to uh, record no, from the be. psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we're going to have to do the uh, the fifth episode will be the uh, the PTSD uh, oh my God. special. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a special guest, uh, Rain's psych- psychiatrist. <laughs> but, no, by the end of this, I will be calling a psychiatrist. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been scarred so to death I'm for like one hour. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> My friend has been abducting me on a weekly basis and forcing me to watch horror movies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think maybe uh, it's probably time to wrap this up at this point. Yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to do The Thing, 1982, oh John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> That's uh, one of my favorite movies, not just horror movies. And mm. uh, I think it's a good example of... Uh, like an impressive, uh, not just horror movie, but like, yeah, an impressive horror movie that was made with a lot of care that holds up really well and uh, is a good example of uh, how distinct of a genre horror is capable of being and how mm. entertaining it's capable of being. I think it's a uh, horror at its best. I'd be willing to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? You got anything to say in closing? No, I'm just scarred. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this has been Kyle Weidman and, and Rain. <laughs> Rain, <laughs> though he's scarred, we will be back for our next episode when we watch and review The Thing. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.